back. We're back with the uh, another episode. Another episode. Episode five. We're calling this part two though of the last week episode. Uh, yeah. Then a little bit of soul searching, a little yeah. bit of deep diving ourselves into scripture. And we got. Well, I mean, mainly, mainly you though. I mean, you're the one that called me and said, "Hey, I got to tie some loose ends up." <laughs> yeah. We talked about last week. So, but uh, how's your week been? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really going on. We did the JMG banquet the other day. That was nice. JMG. 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 Yeah. For those of you that don't know, that's uh, you challenge thing. You challenge thing. It's for uh, like uh, I don't know if high schools still do it, but the uh, what is it, class leadership or something like that? You got the yeah. president, the vice president, treasurer, or something treasurer like representatives for each yeah. platoon or something like that. So, yeah, they do a big, a big banquet for all the kids at the youth challenge. Yeah, the the police show up. The adjutant general is there. General show up. Tag. Yeah, the. Other high-ranking officials show up. So mm-hmm. we have the rep- representative, I think, mm-hmm. or it might have been the representative for the representative Montana or something, something like that. <laughs> and there's, I think, when I was there last year, they had uh, somebody like a representative from the native native tribe or something like that. Oh well, yeah, they do that too. So, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. But they always have really good, really good dinner. Yeah, was it lasagna? Yeah, last year? Was yeah lasagna. it's always lasagna. It's always, it's always good. It's always good. good. Lasagna, yeah. I mean, it's really good. So, that's what it was every time I did it before. Yeah, it was yeah. on you, but it was always, it's, always it's kind of the highlight for a lot of cadets mm-hmm. is that night. Yeah. So it's a fun night. Um, the only downside is having to. Did you guys strip them out this year for uh, all the metal silverware and stuff? No, we actually no. Didn't. But they took them on a. The uh, commandant uh, actually took them over to the practice field and was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go on a run," and he like took them all on a little run like. Oh. Like where you did the two mile. Yeah. He stopped on the other field and he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Were they still in their alphas? Yeah. Oh, man. That sucks. <laughs> but he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's funny. But yeah, last year we, uh, there was some forks and knives that went missing. So, oh, were there? Yeah, I caught a couple. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, where's the, uh, where the knife go? <laughs> it, was, it was right there. Now it's not there anymore. Oh, it's in that person's pocket. Person's pocket. <laughs> so we had to go back and... I think they ended up finding quite a bit of. I yeah, didn't. Probably. I didn't stay for that because I was day shift, mm-hmm. and so I just showed up for the dinner because they said you know all the extra help was always yeah, yeah. better. So I just showed up and was like hung around for the dinner. But then I I let the team leader know for that swing shift. I was like, hey man, like they got they got some they got some silver metal <laughs> stuff in their pockets. Yeah, well, so. I think had a kid when I worked there before they got the new uh, defect mm-hmm. for the kids. We used to eat at the actual yeah, the actual college defect, mm-hmm. and we had one kid that kept stealing salt, like the salt shakers. That yeah, because they had like real salt shakers on each table over there, and they were allowed yeah. to use it. But we had one kid that just kept stealing, just always yeah. just the salt. When, like, I, oh. <laughs> when I was there, we had three kids that stole sugar packets all mm-hmm. the time, and one time I kid you not, this is weirdest thing ever I've, I've never seen anyone do this but these kids were snorting the sugar packets <laughs> off their desk because what? they were trying to get sugar highs and i'm like I'm trying to make mainstream some like, sugar i don't think that's how sugar. i don't know like why didn't you just eat it i like, think that works like that yeah but yeah i i honestly i i wasn't really mad at them i was just kind of disappointed <laughs> yeah. at the fact that they were doing it because i was like that's just I mean, I mean, just the in all of the stupidity. All the stupidity. I mean, like, who snorts? I'm like, 
I'm sorry, but I'm like, I, I really don't even think I need to punish you because that <laughs> seems like it'd be painful enough having like granulated sugar going up your nostril here. Like, yeah, that'll do it. You know, but uh, yeah, work for work for me is going pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, just trying to be my mom. Got the interview coming up. You're talking about. Yeah, got the interview coming up. Went out and uh, bought a super expensive suit. Did you? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, it's getting tailored right now. Really? Yeah. You get, well, a, you get a tailored suit? Okay. Well, they told... Well, so, okay. So, the guys at the PD talked to me, and they're like, listen, they're like, if you want a good interview, they're like, don't don't go out and buy a cheap suit. Yeah. Because, like, they can tell it's cheap. And then they're like, and go get that tailored so it fits nice. Yeah. And so, the suit that I bought, we actually were at the store for quite a while trying on all sorts of different suit jackets. Mm-hmm. And the only one that like fit me was a forty four long. Okay. Because forty four regular, the sleeves are too short. Uh, but the only thing, the forty four regular though, the shoulders fit me really nice. Oh, they can. The sleeves are too yeah. short. Take it all apart and put but it back then, together. Yeah. Yeah, but then the forty four long, the sleeves were perfect, but, but then the, the shoulders shoulder. stuck out. So I was like, well, I'm like, I'd rather. I'd rather get the one that fits me all the way and have a little bit of the shoulder sticking out. So I took it to the lady here in town. It was kind of weird because well, I asked uh, the chief of police actually because he texted me. I was like, hey, where you guys get your uh, suits tailored? So, and for those of you that might be listening that live in a bigger city and think, oh, wow, I'm texting the chief of police. Like, that's not that. It's not, it's that, not big that big of a thing, thing here. Yeah. It's like the chief of police. Honestly, he works in the same building as us. Yeah. We see him every day. We talk to him. We joke around. Yeah. It's there's like seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not a very big department. Not a really big department. So anyway, but he told me this one place, and it's across town over here. It's over by Safeway, okay. and uh, it's just an older lady that works out of her house, and really? it was kind of weird that I, like walked in and it's like. An actual house, but like there's clothes everywhere that she was oh, like really? tailoring. I was kind of hes- hesitant at first because I was like, "Well, shoot!" I'm like, "I hope I don't give it to her and then like gets lost in the sauce." Because she <laughs> had like clothes everywhere, so I'm like, "I don't know." I'm waiting for a call back, so hopefully I'll get a call back here soon. <clears throat> saying my suit's ready and I'll be uh, I'll be good to go. Good to go. I mean, even if I mean I'm not saying you're not gonna get the job. I'm yeah. hoping you do, but like even if you don't, like it's always nice to have a good suit. Yeah. yeah, I should probably. I don't have one, but I should get one. Yeah, that's what. Well, that was a selling factor to to my wife Megan when I was looking at the price tags. Yeah, because at first we we were there and we were looking at the price tag for just a suit jacket. Just the jacket was over four hundred dollars. So oh I'm like, my goodness! Holy moly, that's a lot of money. <laughs> and we just started looking around though, and I was like, that was the cheapest one. It was like just a little bit over four hundred dollars because we went to Macy's and Lowe's. Oh, wow! And I was like, holy moly! I'm like, this is. And so I was like, you know what? I'm like, we're just, I'm going to go for it. Because I'm like, sooner or later, I'm going to be be in some sort of patrol law enforcement, whether it's here or somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm like, and either way, you know, if I have another interview or let's say I get the job and then 10 years down the road, I apply for chief of police or something like that, you know, then I still have a suit. There so, you, go. you know, it's always good to have a suit. It's always good to have a suit. And plus, even with the, you know, the current job I have, I guess. If something were to go off in the jail or something like that, and I had to go, you, you know, might have to go to court. Go to court. Yeah, you might have to go to court. Then hey, I got a suit. So, yeah. I I looked at it as a as a uh, investment. I was yeah. like, you know, what? it's like that's the best way you gotta look at it. Is uh, yeah. it's an investment for for the future. There you go. So, I'm not wrong with it. 
Yeah. So tying up some loose ends, though. Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to say um, I was wrong about the uh, the Free Will Baptist Church. That they did, they actually don't believe in predestination. It's the opposite. Um, so anybody listening, that's part of the Free Will Baptist Church. My bad. Um, but yeah, that's why I was always confused because I always thought they did, and then but their name was Free Will anyway. But but I think we want to talk about today is um, do we believe in the Bible as a literal translation or do we, you know, do we, ha do we have the, the knowledge or whatever to, to interpret it, I mm -hmm. think. And sometimes I think we as Christians, not, not in a bad way, but we're trying to figure out, okay, how does this theology work, right? And you're, you know, like, well, if the Bible says this, then this contradicts it. And then you go on this long, you know, struggle journey into the Bible, um, you know, as my brother calls scriptural gymnastics. He might not have said that, like, specifically, but... The gist of what he said. Yeah, it, you know, you where you go through the Bible and you're, you're running around trying to... Almost trying to find Bible verses to fit to what you want, mm -hmm. like, the message to be. Or what you what you're trying to wrap your human mind around, you know, and I think contextually wise, the Bible verse that we worked on last week, Ephesians chapter one verses ten through I think fifteen, something like that, something like that, and yeah, you go into the scripture and you go into the context of it. Paul says we were chosen, talking about the apostles, and then. Those who believe in Christ and follow Christ are inherited of that chosen, which which means that we are predestined. Mm -hmm. And if you read the Bible, there's many verses. You go into, you got Acts, uh, do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. Ephesians 1.5, even before the verse that we were reading, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. Romans 8.29, I think, is a very big one. For those whom he foreknown, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And that's, you know, I think the biggest thing is, the Bible says it, it's right there. Mm -hmm. It's in the Bible. And after talking to my brothers who are both pastors, and um, actual studiers. They went to college to be um, in theology. Studiers. <laughs> I'm not, see, that's, I'm not a scholar, okay? Scholars. Have, scholars and yeah. I just found out, um, congratulations to my brother James White. He got accepted into the doctorate program to become, to get his doctorate in theology. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. I didn't know. I thought he'd already done it. Yeah. Was working on it. He's like, no, I just got accepted into that. I talked oh, to him yesterday. So that's cool. But um, that that translation of the word predestination or predestined or for or foreordained mm -hmm. means the same even in the original trans or uh, translation in like Greek. You know that word foreordained did not change. That's not a that's not an English translation. That's literally what that word meant. Mm -hmm. Was it God pre or uh, preordained? Like that translation doesn't change anything. So that's uh, big. I think one of the biggest things we get caught up, like I was saying, is like we try to wrap it around our own knowledge and 
I think we have to go into the Bible almost with a free mind, I guess. Yeah. Like, think, it's almost like, you know, I can't remember what movie it is, but it's like, take everything you think you know, and you don't know, you actually don't know anything. You know, I don't know. There's probably yeah. several movies that quote No, it's that. like looking at it, or, uh, it's like what my wife says, like, when you look at the Bible, look at it as if you were a child learning everything for the first time. Yeah. You know, that's the best way you can look at it is because then you wipe your mind of everything that you think you believe mm -hmm. and you just open yourself up to all the possibilities. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, because that's, I mean... I mean, it's like it's like starting a new job. Yeah. Right? You don't... If you go into the new job thinking... You already know everything you, about that job. You know job. everything about yeah. that job. Your coworkers are going to hate you for one. Mm -hmm. And secondly, you're going to make a fool out of yourself Mm -hmm. Because you're just going to go into it thinking you know how to do everything, and then yeah. the first thing that pops up that you don't know how to do, you're going to be like, well, crap. Yeah. Now I don't know what to do. Exactly. But I, I already said I did. Yeah. So that's the best metaphor I can think of to, yeah, I mean, to fit that description. Yeah. But also, if you look at the Bible, where there are many cases, now, not of free will, okay? The, word, the term free will is not... Um, not in the Bible. That's actually fairly new um, theology, essentially. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so now the difference between it is not free will and predestination, but what we're going to be talking about is predestination and choice. Because the Bible doesn't actually talk about a free will, because it does talk about, you know, God moves who he moves and chooses who he chooses, and that's that's how it is. But I think the difference is we do have a choice because you look at what Jesus even says that, you know, um, if you want to be a follower of me, you have to hate your mother, hate your father, hate your brother, hate your sister, hate your kids, pick up your cross and follow me. And then does a builder not sit down and count the cost? Does a king not sit down and weather and, and negotiates whether he his 10,000 men can take on the other king's 20,000 men. So the Bible does tell us to count the cost, but it also says that we're predestined. predestined. Yeah. So how does that work? I don't know. That's, that's the thing. I think that the biggest thing is it's, it's one of those things that you just have to trust in the Bible. You have to have faith. Mm -hmm. Because regardless of... We don't know how it works because we're, our human feeble minds cannot comprehend. Well, it's just like what we discussed in, I think, one of the first episodes was the fact that um, like, if time doesn't exist, would, you, would we be able to better... Mm -hmm. Be closer to God. Be closer to God, have a better understanding that He has always existed. Yeah. And He will never die. Yeah, ever, you know, ever. And so I think that kind of falls under the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. it's just our minds are too small. So we can't really, comprehend. We can't comprehend that, just like we can't comprehend the fact that God's, I don't know, God's logic, I guess you could say, yeah, has like a deeper, more powerful meaning than any, yeah. any human could ever possibly understand. Yeah, 100%. I mean, even God himself says, my ways are not your ways. You do not, you can't understand God's ways. Like it's, and I think that's the biggest thing. Is it's impossible. The Bible talks about both, so both are real. Mm -hmm. Both exist. You have to believe in the Bible. 
but the Bible talks about both, and then they're both there. They're both biblically and scripturally sound, but I don't know how it works. Because God knows. God knows who he has chosen. Mm -hmm. But we don't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't even comprehend basic, to God, uh, basic time. You know what I mean? Like, time isn't linear to God. Mm -hmm. You know, how does that make sense? Well, because he created it. Yeah. You know, and to choose, or to think that, you know, God doesn't choose, then we can't believe in a fully sovereign God. Because, you know, and then the Bible also goes on to say, like, the potter and the clay, and it's like, who are you to tell the potter what to do with the clay? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't say, like, oh, well, whatever. You know, I can't say, well, I can I can do whatever I want. Well, no, because the potter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, I don't know, it just goes on to other scriptures and all kinds of stuff, you know, that just points to both, and it's like, well, it's there. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's uh, that's it, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but it does bring up in interesting questions. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's... Like, I guess, we, so we were talking before we started recording this, and then I stopped because I was like, well, we should just <laughs> record it because there's no point in talking, we're about, talking, about, talking about the whole podcast without doing the podcast. Um, so we were talking about, like, then if... So God predestined who He's already chosen that He's gonna is gonna be Christian or not Christian. So that also means though what we believe is that then those people what what were you saying, those people that have that he So there's there's a couple of different trains of thoughts. And I don't before we get any further, I don't want this to be We are not doctrine. Well, I don't we want it to be like a, people to get disheartened, right? Like, that's not the most important part. The most important part in the scripture is that Jesus came to die to save our souls, and we have to accept that. We have to. But God does not move in people that he doesn't want to move in. Now, if we were left to our own devices, if we would never have a spiritual influence, would we ever pick? God. I don't think so. I don't, unless God moves in you, you're not going to pick God. No one left to their own devices is actually going to choose God. So it's a divine intervention, per se, because everybody talks about, you know, you, you, the Spirit moved you, and then you led led to, you know, seeking God. Like, you can't, even the Bible talks about uh, people that were, what is it, um, like, led to Christianity, but not through the Spirit. So you had, like, false prophets and stuff like that. It was like, they heard the message, but they didn't actually receive the message. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, but I don't want people to get disheartened. That's not the most important part. The most important part is that God sent a son. He died for you. And, you know, if you believe in Jesus, then you are, you are you know, inheritance of mm -hmm. that predestination. That's not, I don't want everybody to get hung up on predestination versus free will and I found out in this last week doing a lot of deep diving that there are a lot of different schools of thoughts and this is a huge biblical debate since like hundreds of years ago like it's yeah. been going on like because you have like the Calvinists and then Martin Luther and then like August Augustine like there's this whole big debate going on and it's been going on forever 
and then within each sector of you got like the free will and then you got all these kind of like different versions and then the same thing with predestination because you have like predestination and then you have single destination or single predestination and then you have double predestination yeah that believe that if people are predestined to go to heaven and be christians then everyone else who is not has to be predestined to hell mm -hmm. and then there's the single and it's it's Oh, yeah. So I don't think I don't want to get hung up on that. Well, I think the thing is too, like you were saying, like you know, if it was left to our own devices to choose mm -hmm. God or not, being a Christian, honestly, especially in like today's world and throughout time, not mm -hmm. just today's world, because I mean, you look at all the Christians that who were the Saul at the time, prosecuted or something like that, or killed. Saul, who later became Paul, was prosecuted. He was like a bounty hunter. He was going to collect collect Christians, Christians, yeah. and kill them. And it's like. The same even happens, not obviously, I mean, at least I don't think it happens in the United States, yeah. but in other countries, though, you know, it's well, still going on. Where, well, you have, like, the Muslims that, yep. that are getting converted to Christianity, and their whole families are, like, disowning them. Exactly. And so, like that. the thing is, though, like, I think that's such a good thing to say, though, about, like, if it was left to our own choices, we wouldn't, we wouldn't choose Christianity, because then... I don't know. To to every human, the easier way always seems like the best way, mm -hmm. you know. And it's like, oh, well, if that way means I get a house, a car, and a wife and kids and live happily ever after, then I'm just gonna go down that way. Or this way, where it's like, I don't know. There's a monthly struggle that you come up with every yeah. month or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's one of my favorite sayings I heard from um, a. Christian singer, his name's Whitney Phipps. He was singing with uh, the Gaithers, and he does a rendition of Amazing Grace, but that's not the point. He said, during his thing, he said, an old lady told him one time that if the mountain was smooth, you wouldn't be able to climb it. Mm -hmm. And that, it goes into that. Yeah. The way, I mean, what did even Jesus say? The way to, you know, is narrow, and then the way to, you know, the other way is broad. Yep. And, and that's the easy way, you know. It, it is easy to not trust in God. I mean, I know it's bad. It's, it's also as easy to trust in God. That's the other thing. And, mm -hmm. But, well, I mean, look at it at, at like even the small... Human nature versus... Small scale for humans to understand, I guess, but smaller scale, is like, um, is like working out. Like, which is easier? Sitting on the couch, on your phone, or watching a movie or something like that, mm -hmm. or going out and... Going on a run or hiking the mountain and stuff. Now sitting on the couch, I mean it's all about like you know what feels good at the moment. Sitting on the couch might feel relaxing at that moment, but then you're gonna feel lazier down the road versus if you're out there exercising. So I mean I don't think there's ever been a time where I got done with a hike and I was like, man, that sucked. Other than the military, yeah, the military, <laughs> the military is a little different. <laughs> you know you got you know you can't stop and break whenever you feel like you gotta, yeah. But even then, though, after I finished that hike, I, you know, you get a little bit of even in that military experience, boy, boy, I'd yeah. still be like, man, like, that was a good freaking hike. And I, I saw stuff that I didn't think I would see. I'm like, I'm in mm -hmm. better shape than I was when I started, you know, and it's like, and that's kind of how Christianity is, is it's like a muscle that we have to exercise. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just leave it sit there and stuff, then yeah, we might be comfortable in that moment, just going, man, whatever, but we're not going to feel good later on. 
mm-hmm. you know, versus exercising that muscle, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's growing it, and you, you feel, yeah. but it's that struggle, too, I mean, it's that wrestling, you gotta, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, I almost, I was telling my brothers, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, and they're like, no, this is great, like, wrestle with it, like, yeah. you have to, in order to understand it, I mean, it's a daily conflict, right, it's human nature versus spiritual nature mm-hmm. and it's not just it's not always just the sin nature that that is what you're wrestling with sometimes it's your human nature versus spiritual nature your own understanding versus god understanding sure. and you, sometimes you have to wrestle with that and just you know slow down and i'm over here trying to i found bible verses because you know you just look it up and it's like okay this is this and this is this and then well this bible verse says that god you know, people, this is people's understanding. They say God rejoices in the presence of, of one sinner getting saved. Well, that's not what it actually says. And then, oh, well, this verse says this. And then you, you, you go on this, like he said, like this, this whole scriptural gymnastics thing. It's just to slow down. What does the Bible say? Yep. Well, right here, right here, right here, right here, it says we've been predestined. So it's like, okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, you got to be like, yeah, slow down well, and smell the roses. Yeah. Smell the flowers. And that's a big struggle with everybody. And it's, I was talking to one of my brothers too, and I was like, I think this is what makes like other denominations and stuff. You know, I was like, but he, he kind of explained it a little bit better, saying like, it's not the, as long as it's not the big stuff, you know, like if a church doesn't believe in, in, uh, you know, God sending his own son, that we are, you know, get saved. From him and then like the Trinity, you know, that big stuff. That's mm-hmm. you know, that's different than you know, like, oh well this church does communion a little different, so we're gonna split up and make our own church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like that's kinda okay, that's a little petty in my opinion, but that's human nature, right? Yep. Yep. Well it's also like it, it raises the big question too. Like another big question is uh like churches believe in evolution and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know why everyone is so scared about talking about evolution, but a lot of people avoid that question nowadays. Yeah. Like, oh, well, there is no evolution, or there is some evolution, just a little bit, like on a small scale and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I believe in um, um, adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like um, there's certain birds that over time their beaks got smaller or longer or whatever. Like that's a little different. It's still the yeah. same species. It's still the same animal. I mean, like, a, like you ever go to like a a ghost town or something like the one we got here? Mm-hmm. The door frames are shorter because yeah. people back then were shorter people. Shorter people. Yeah. And now we've gotten taller over the years, but that's. I mean, I wouldn't say that's evolution. That's not evolution, but that's just adaptation. You know. Well, it's like you think about it probably a thousand years ago when it was, you know, people didn't have, you know, heaters and fire and a couple thousand years ago, you know, Neanderthals probably had a little bit more hair than us, what they consider Neanderthals. I consider them, you know, the early people probably had a little bit more hair than us because they were, you know, weren't as protected in the winter. But that's, you know, that's not evolution. That's pretty, you know, that's um, adaptation. Yep. I mean, look at, like, the thing I look at is like, uh, like look at your car, right? And I'm thinking about like the first car that was made, mm-hmm. and now cars today. Yeah, you know, is that not? You know, like what is that? Like it's obviously it's changed over the years. Like the first phones and yeah, you know, our little phones today and stuff. You know, 
Yeah. It's just gotten a little bit better. But I don't know. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But Ken, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I think that's we it. wrap it. We wrap it up. It's a short. It's a short one, but it's a. It'll be all right. We still got a question. Big, what's the question? Well, you asked. You told me what the question was. I did. Oh. Yeah. Shoot. Oh yeah. Does uh does God change his mind? Does God change his mind? Yeah. We uh actually a little backstory behind this. We uh this question got brought up at a Bible study, and it was actually a really heated debate. Like it was a bunch. Bunch of older people that were sitting around the table, and some of them actually got super heated about it. Yeah, and we were the youngest couple there, and so we were just kind of sitting there in the back, like, oh crap, like, what the heck? And it was kind of interesting because they were both like, they brought up super solid points on both sides. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I still didn't know which one was right. <laughs> like, well, I don't think God changes his mind, like, I think God knows what he's gonna do, yeah, but maybe, like, yeah, maybe he does, but yeah. I think that goes goes well into what we're talking about today is, I mean, if you believe in a completely sovereign God who's omniscient, omnipresent, mm-hmm. uh, all-powerful, could he? Of course. Of course he could. Of course he could. Can't, does he? No. Yeah. Because he is all-powerful and, and gracious and mm-hmm. unwavering. But I guess that could lead into the question, though, like if God predestined that person, or predestination if that person's not going to be going to heaven what if that person has something happen in their life but that mm-hmm. goes into the whole thing about us not knowing what god's exactly plan is so it's like i, don't know I always is. think about that because i'm like what if what if somebody wasn't predestined then something happened and and then they did accept god then in their they, life and then are they, they were predestined are they still not pre? i guess they were then predestined. they would then they were that's the problem is that's you're trying problem. to understand it with your own you logic can't understand yeah. it with your own logic it's just yeah because yeah. you know like i were talking about the not last week but the one before it was like you know people can you know sometimes that movement that, that god's movement happens on their deathbed Mm-hmm. You know, and that sometimes it happens when you're 15, 16, 12, 11, whatever, young kid. Sometimes it happens when you're 30. Sometimes it happens when you're 50. My ways are not God's way. It's yeah. all according to his plan, according to his will. Mm-hmm. If it, it seem, it might seem like, oh, well, you, you know, we talked oh. about God 15 years ago. Yeah. But now you're, now you're wanting to believe. Well, now that's, well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing though, that if you ever want to get a quick path to believing in God and discovering God, go to jail. Because I swear, every person that goes to jail, <laughs> just, you can't tell you're wrong. I've seen it in the prisons. I've seen it in the jail. I don't know what it is, but something about getting locked behind bars, all of a sudden, everybody's eyes are open to God, and they're like, holy moly, God, I love you. And they're asking for Bibles every day. And so, I don't know. I thought it was, that's just a quick little joke in there for you. But, yeah. I mean, if you've never worked in the jail, you probably won't understand it, but... I mean, it is weird, though, how, like, I mean, I guess that kind of falls into the thing of, uh, I don't know, what, what would you call it, uh, Christian choosers or something like that? Like, they choose when they want to be Christian, yeah, and then as soon as they're, like, as soon as you're in trouble, only. yeah, the holiday-only Christians, or, you know, as soon as you're in trouble, it's like, oh, God, please forgive me, and, you know, God, 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 and then as soon as you're out of trouble, it's like, eh, well... I'll see you next time I'm in trouble, God. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like they, it's like some people use God as a, as a crutch. I don't. Wanna, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe, like, not a lifeline, 
But maybe, well, yeah, a lifeline, I guess. Like, or a, a bondsman or something, you know, yeah. to come post your bond when you're in yeah. trouble. Like, hey, God, can you cover me for this real quick? You know, spotter. You're like, hey, can you come help me with this real quick? And then, you know, as soon as you're out of trouble, you think it's God. And you're like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. But then that's the thing, though. People don't think it's God. They just think, oh, well, this just happened by chance, and now I'm out of here. And so I'll be good now. Yeah. But people left for their own devices will do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. They will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, man. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, that was kind of a short one, but a good one. Yeah. I think it was got, got a lot of say in a short amount of time. But so, and if you're confused, um, don't don't feel afraid to text us or call us yeah, and, and or reach out to your 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 church body. I mean, or yeah. I mean, that's one of the things my one of my brothers was saying is like, yeah. I mean, don't don't do the struggle alone. Like, it's good to wrestle, but don't mm-hmm. do it alone. Exactly. Know? If you have questions about your scripture, about your about the Bible, then bring that up to your pastor, mm-hmm. um, to your elders in your church, however you guys do it. Um, that's that's my brothers. My two brothers are my my elders. I essentially would say. Yeah. Those who those when I don't be, well not when I don't believe anything but when I don't quite understand they're the first ones I call and yeah it's always good to have people like that. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you feel like they're, I mean, I'm not saying that we're we're not scholars. Yeah. So we're not doctorates or anything <laughs> like that. So if you think there's, you know, something in there. Then, uh, you know, forgive us for maybe misinterpreting it or something. We're not saying we're perfect or yeah. Good and always reach out if you but... if you you know don't have something that you don't quite believe in or you think you don't believe in. Yeah, and, or actually... if we did indeed, if you guys know more of the history of the context of the Bible verses that we're talking about, and you, well, actually, this is how it is. Yeah, that's... send us send us a yeah. voice clip or something. We'll play it. Yeah. So yeah, that or uh, I don't know. Even if you have like a Bible verse that you've been struggling with, send it to us and we'll do deep dives on it. Because yeah. I think let us be, struggle with you. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool if people actually listen to our podcast. Because who knows, we might just be having this conversation and nobody listens. We had about seventeen on the last one. Seventeen on the last one. Got a lot of new uh, followers on Instagram and stuff. I I've been doing the ads. I mean, it's like twenty dollars. Supposedly, yeah. it reaches like 20,000 people, 20, or, something. people or something. Like I mean, that. it's got to be doing something. I've gotten a couple of people. I don't know, recognize them. I think all of your family's already followed yeah. on Instagram. So, Well, I'm trying to... Facebook is... I'm following a lot of people. Yeah. So, but Facebook, I haven't really gotten any. I got a couple people I don't know, but there's like mutual friends in there. So, I'm just accepting it because yeah. it's not my personal account. Yeah. So I really yeah. I mean, if they ever do anything weird or yeah. try to reach out and... Like, get us to give you well, money had, or something. I had, just one, block I had one do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but... I had one. We did have an interesting comment, but we'll talk about that off off video. Or, yeah. Well, not video. <laughs> not video. <laughs> off microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someday we'll get a video. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see. But, but uh, we have to get to, like, 50... Or like at least fifty listeners or something like that before we start getting paid, so we can't buy. Well, we can do ads now. We can do ads now. But it's only per like it's like twenty five cents per a thousand listeners or something. But I ain't worried about it. We ain't worried about it. We're just trying to have good conversations on mornings and then go to work and stuff. So yeah, cool. But uh, as always, I'm I'm Howard Asbury. I'm Jonathan White. 
is talk of the town.